first episode of the weekly edition of uh, the Draw No Bet podcast. I'm here with with Nolan to talk about the uh, the game lines and the over unders for the first game week of the Premier League season. I'm super freaking excited, man. How are, how are you doing? Are you pumped? Uh, right now it's five in the morning in Dublin. I'm trying to be as quiet as possible so I don't wake up my wife. But I am pumped. James. Fuck, fuck yes. Okay, that's good. So it's what what nine o'clock on a Tuesday here in Phoenix, and I'm really tired. So that was basically uh, faux excitement. So between the two of us, this is probably going to be a, a really energetic pod. <laughs> the only thing energetic is the seagulls in the background of my fucking microphones because I'm right on the banks of the Liffey, just in the most tourist part of Dublin. That's, that's perfect, man. I couldn't couldn't imagine a better setting to record a, a podcast that many people will listen to and decide if they want to subscribe or not. So <laughs> seagulls I mean, are in, man. I mean, this is authentic right here. <laughs> Hell yeah. So uh, we're going to be putting these episodes out about uh, or once a week. So each each game week, the Premier League, we're going to meet up, do a quick episode and uh, push it out to the public. And hopefully you guys are going to enjoy our, our banter about gambling because it's something that we very much enjoy. So uh, without further ado, I think there's like there's really only one place to start off with this week, like the the marquee matchup of the opening weekend. Um, so right off the bat, we have Crystal Palace hosting Everton. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I, James, I 100% agree. And, and, and the thing is, for our you know listeners, we're usually going to talk about the big marquee matchups of the week, but for the first for the first game week. I'm not, I'm not dealing with any of the the big teams with their jet lag and their fatigue and their uh you know unpredictability. I'm going to go with what I know and those are the boring boring fucking games of the first game week. What about you? Uh I'm of the exact same mentality actually. So <laughs> coming in hot with the uh the big uh fancy clubs for our picks is not not how we're going to do this. So let's we could just start from the bottom and go from there. <laughs> and stay at the bottom so uh i i like uh everton money line against palace at plus 135 and one of our uh feedbacks from the other from our british listeners was that they have no idea what american odds are so plus 135 is roughly is 2.35 in english odds so basically they just Mm. their odds are what they would get back from their total bet of like a one dollar bet so they get 235 back on a one dollar bet so whatever Anyway, yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to change the way that we talk about betting uh, for for our English listeners. It's a lot like uh, no one knows what fucking Fahrenheit is, and we should just talk about centigrade. Yeah, but I I, I don't know what the, that means either. So I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm a true red blooded American man. Get that get that Celsius crap out of here. That's just a bullshit lie. Anyway, uh, so yeah, man, I like Everton money line here. So I think Palace got worse by uh, losing Juan Basaka. Uh, Sacco is out. Tompkins is out. Like all of their defenders, their good defenders are gone. And right now, uh, it's plus money for Everton to win, and it's also at a at a pick 'em on the spread. Um, Everton, they just signed their new striker, Keane. Did you have you seen that today at all? I know that was just announced uh, a couple hours ago. Uh, yes, yes, I did see the young man from Juventus coming over. Did I think you, I, I think it's pronounced Ken. Ken, something oh, yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, did you see the the best thing? The best article I read all day. So they they were interviewing him and they talked about or he mentioned like what his target for goals scored was like as mm-hmm. the new striker. It's uh, a very ambitious seven. <laughs> just 
<laughs> which maybe was realistic but i just found that to be hilarious like you have you sign this hot shot like young kid that's going to be the, the savior of everton's strike force and he comes in and says seven goals is his target for the year like all right man maybe maybe go for 17 and just i, I kind of want you to over promise if it's the start of the season i want to be pumped up behind you but that I mean, means that that would be top scorer i guess yeah i guess so probably it just it just made me laugh like you know maybe he's being a lot very very grounded but I like someone that can maybe um I don't know, maybe, you know what he's doing? He's under promising and planning to over deliver like a good businessman. Yeah, it's just that side hustle he's he's playing. The the only uh, first of all, I do like Everton here. They they are away from home, I believe. Correct? Yes, it's Palace home. And the only thing that gives me pause is uh, Everton out of their six games in the preseason, they've only scored twice. Yes, this uh, is true. And 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 so that's the only thing that gives me pause. But all the rest of your you know facts that you that you stated, especially about Crystal Palace, I do like. I do like Everton, especially. Uh, did you just say uh, straight up spread or or money line? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it on the money line at for mm-hmm. the plus money. But the the spread is a, is a, is a pick 'em, so you can get a push there with a draw, which it would be the the other likely result. Um. I, I'm, I'm not trying to not to put too much weight into the preseason form. I know Richarlison was a little gone for a long time with uh, Brazil at the Copa America, where he actually looked fantastic, too. So he's going to be coming in with a lot of confidence. Uh, he was playing a little bit of time on the left for uh, for Brazil, too. And so if that matches out to how he's going to be playing for Everton, that's going to be where Juan Basaka would have been. So he can exploit someone new all over that that side of the pitch. That's something I'm uh, backing there. would also maybe look at Richarlison to score as a bet. So. I dig it. I dig it. Uh, how many units are you going to put on that one? Uh, probably just the one. Okay. Okay. I like it. All right. What about you? What else are you seeing this weekend? Uh, I, I, I'm not going to put any any money towards the the classic matchup of Everton and Crystal Palace, but I'm thinking about a little Burnley Southampton, which I know you want to talk about as well. Um, if, you, if you tell me under two point five, I'm going to just be so so stoked for this bet <laughs> i know so this is this is one of those you know three o'clock games in england that uh no one's gonna watch uh because there's a bunch of other games going on at the same time and i don't think it's gonna be on tv no 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 um but bournemouth uh oh I, i'm sorry uh burnley and southampton have played eight times uh since they've both in the been in the premier league and only one out of those eight have gone over 2.5 goals. They always just draw 0-0, 1-1, or just, you know, someone ekes out a 1-0 victory. Uh, very, very boring games. Uh, and really, I like I like Burnley at home, uh, possibly with a draw-no-bet. Um, nice, yeah. So I, I cannot see this being an exciting game. I can only see you know both teams settling for the draw and um really at uh minus uh 140 which i don't know what that means in english terms that would be like uh, a 1.1.6 i think in english yeah it's terms. one yeah 1.67 or something like that in english terms um you know you, it's not that much, it's not that valuable but i just think it's going to happen and i'm going to put three units on burnley and southampton uh going under I I just I love that this this is just such an exciting first week. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything, anything wrong with that at all. I, I just know that, um, that, that is being the heavy, heavy bet, uh, of the over-unders that's being hit hard on, at least on the uh, American site, as it's already, like you said, down to minus 140, as opposed to the over being plus 115. So he- heavy action on that. Um, maybe if you were interested in getting that, I'd place it now in case it drops to under two. Yeah. More, more closer to kickoff, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100% cool so um keeping with our our theme of just talking about none of the popular teams uh, i actually have, have two bets from this next game that i wanted to talk about and i actually i know pre-pod you had mentioned is something that you were looking at so i know you're on the same game uh i'm looking at uh, bournemouth versus sheffield united yep the blades oh yeah oh yeah so looking at i looked at bournemouth uh last season and how they they fared at home against non-top six teams so you know 38 game season you played 19 games at home non-top six i'm looking at these like at these 13 games right so in those 13 games they only lost against the spread twice and that was towards the very end of the year where they were actually uh basically already on the beach and and not competing for anything so i am i'm I'm definitely in on bournemouth at home to start the season against poor um poor competition and I, if anyone out there listened to our, our fantasy soccer podcast that Nolan and i both run as well uh we're in unborn with assets as well so we're kind of kind of parroting those uh those those views but um they averaged over two two goals per game at home against non-top six opponents so i like them over 1.5 goals scored and also on the money line to win uh sheffield was one of the better defensive teams in the championship last year only considering 100 41 goals but uh once again i think there's a a significant difference between home and away goals conceded there for that team and um, i'm back in back in bournemouth like i said two bets so over 1.5 scored and on the money line or you could uh you could parlay or accumulator is the english word for parlay too i learned so you'd get those together God, we're learning a lot about about language and odds. I love it. <laughs> Slowly but surely, uh, dude, I love it. I love this. I love this game. Everyone's investing in uh, Bournemouth assets for FPL, so we might as well put actual, you know, currency on this game as well. Uh, uh, and I like Bournemouth uh, to win and having the over uh, two point five total goals. Uh, for this game at uh, plus 175 so again with what you were saying um, you know you can get a lot of uh, a lot more value um, by just adding in you know two bets and parlaying them but Bournemouth are a leaky defense they score a lot and they concede a lot uh, even against the shitty teams and uh, you know not reading too much into the preseason but the last three preseason games for Bournemouth and the last three preseason games for Sheffield United, they all went over uh, 2.5 goals. So I'm looking at this and seeing a little bit of a goal fest, um, probably a Bournemouth three to one win. Yeah, that that's, that's a scoreline that I had kind of, kind of set in my head too. So that's, I, I like your bet as well. Um, what are you going to be and doing re- on that for unit wise? I'm doing two units on that one. And when you look at, like, Bournemouth have invested heavily uh, in their attack over the summer. And the Blades have purchased Phil Jagielka for a defender. like, And that's all they did from from a defensive perspective. So I I really do like Bournemouth (laughs) on this one. Yeah, and if we know anything about Phil Jagielka, he's going to be able to solidify defense just by himself. Absolutely. Oh, Phil. (laughs) I didn't. I did not see that they had picked him up. Oh my god! 
Times are that tough. Was the main, that was the main news of the, of the transfer window. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. The, the big Jagielka. Where will he go? That saga lasted. It was, God, just ridiculous on Twitter. It's a lot of will he, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. So the, that uh, those Bournemouth picks were, were actually going to be my best bet for the weekend. Um, what, what else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about uh, like Liverpool or Man City or some of the more attractive clubs and why, for instance, we might not be betting them? I'm honestly, you know, the the marquee matchup for the weekend is Man U versus Chelsea with right. a lot of question marks over both teams. Um, you know, Man U had a really good preseason. Uh, Chelsea, there's a lot of just, you know, unknowns. And I'm going to sit back and just enjoy it as a fan and not really put any money to it and maybe do some live betting on, on that game because you can see, you know, some – uh, something you know in the first couple of minutes uh, that you you can predict by by the end uh, end of the game that you might make some money on. But honestly, the big teams, I'm just gonna sit back, relax, and just just watch them. Okay, that that that's fair for me. Um, one thing I, I was looking at just earlier is that uh, Man City to win and both teams not to score is actually plus money right now. Um. It's not something I would bet. What is today? Tuesday night. Uh, there's a lot of uncertainty with the starters for City's defense right now. There's a lot of a lot of rumors about them signing Cancelo, the right back from uh, from Juve. But uh, curious, most importantly, I'd be looking at um, whether or not Ederson and Laporte are starting for City. So their their match is is 4:30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday. So if you get the uh, lineups announced in a time that's reasonable for you and you see Laporte is on there, um, maybe putting a unit on City to win and both teams not to score would be something I'd look at. But um, it's kind of a stay away for me. It's just a lot of uncertainty. A lot of guys are just getting back into fitness. Um, Do I expect City to win and do I expect Liverpool to win? Absolutely. But uh, not enough necessarily to put any money on it right off the bat. Yeah, this isn't the time to like parlay you know the the money lines for all the top teams for them all to win you know that someone's going to drop points um you know in the top six uh just coming out of the gate kind of slowly i i would expect what do you think yeah uh, maybe not drop points but um possibly not cover their spreads so that mm-hmm. that would yeah. be what i'm thinking like I, I don't i don't think see there's a i don't really see a world definitely not for liverpool to lose on friday um I'd be I'd be shocked if West Ham were to to draw or or beat City on Saturday too. So, yeah, I, I actually one of those games I would say is my third bet that I'm gonna just gonna put a unit on, um, just because I'm looking for a little bit of an upset. Um, but Aston Villa is uh, plus one point five uh, for the spread against Spurs. Okay, and Spurs last year uh, against the non top six clubs. Uh, only one by one goal or less, uh, 65% of the time. Okay. Um, and Aston Villa have been looking good in the preseason. They won every single one of their games against a variety of different opponents. All six games they, they won in the preseason. Um, you know, Spurs look pretty good too, um, preseason wise, but I just think, you know, I can see Spurs winning just by a goal and no more against, you know, this uh, pretty professional uh, Aston Villa side. OK, that's 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 a good stat on Spurs. Um, I I definitely definitely had noticed that that trend or in my head. Like, I um I don't think of Spurs as, as 
burying opponents as much as maybe they were doing two two or three years ago yeah maybe maybe my stats don't back that up i'll have to do some research on that for uh moving forward for next week's pod but that's that's a that's a fun shout and any time i get to bet against tottenham i'm I'm gonna do it (laughs) (laughs) awesome all right. Uh, so, uh, what's what's your best bet? I, I think you already said it, but uh, what what was it again? Yeah, I like um, parlaying over one point five goals scored for Bournemouth specifically, and uh, the money line. So, I'm looking at Bournemouth to score at least two and them to win. Yeah, uh, I think my best bet is um, the under on the Burnley and Southampton game, or just going uh, Burnley draw no bet. Uh, I think that'll be my best bet is Burnley draw no bet. And I'm awesome. going to put three, three units on that. Yeah. Awesome, man. So um, any, any last words or do you want to let people know where they can find us online? Well, I, I have one long shot. Oh, shit. And, and this is something that, James, you and I talk about all the time. Well, at least, you know, for the past two seasons Uh-oh. is putting, putting a unit on uh, Mohamed Salah to score first in the first 15 minutes of the game. Like, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not even a long shot. It's not even a long shot. And it's always, you know, uh, five to one, seven to one or more odds. And, you know, against Norwich at home, start of the year, he looked sharp during the, the community shield. I, I always like, you know, throwing, um, throwing a punt on that one. I will. I, I basically bet that almost every week of the of last season. It, it's yeah. it's insane how much that comes off. So yeah, that that's a great great long shot. And if, for those of you that didn't watch the Community Shield, he was by far the most active player on the pitch. Um, he was still running at dead sprint after ball in the in the 90th minute. Um, he had a lot of shots on goal. They weren't necessarily quality shots, but Salah looks up up for it. So I think that yeah, that is a great great long shot pick. And if anyone. <laughs> If you're listening to this you probably play fantasy soccer as well you play fpl and 40 percent of you have most on your team and you're 100 going to make him captain so you might as well put some money on him scoring first and and so you can root on your captain hell yeah hell yeah that or just you know just be miserable when it doesn't come through then on, on both accounts so <laughs> <laughs> double down dude <laughs> All right. So, uh, well, thanks very much for joining me on, on vacation yet. What a, once again, man. So what we've recorded with you in Ireland, we've recorded with you in, in France. So, uh, you're going to be back in the States for next week though. So from here on out, we should be back on a more normal time zone cadence for both of us. At least I hope. Uh, oh, please God. It's five thirty in the morning and I'm just profusely sweating Guinness right now. <laughs> as you should be, as you should be. Um, so, follow us on twitter at uh draw no bet and then we're also on reddit at draw no bet pod if anybody has any ideas where we could share this on reddit let me know because some of the uh the more gambling oriented um forums are not meant to share content so i'm looking for a place to kind of get our get our name out there but um hit us up on, on twitter if you have an idea about that i would really appreciate it and any last words Nolan? no man i'm just excited for the season it's just you know what about you yeah, dude, I'm so excited. Uh, 4:30 Saturday morning can't come around soon enough for me for for city. It was a it was a the community shield was was actually pretty good, all things considered. So it got me it got me excited. Yeah, it was great. It was just an appetizer. It was a a, a moose bouche to start off the season. Love yeah. it. Plus, Kyle Walker had the most incredible athletic thing I've ever seen from him with that clearance to save the game. So that that got me super super pumped up for him to be 
replaced by Cancelo and never seen the light of day again. <laughs> really? He did he did something? I didn't see that on social media at all. Oh, you're just pulling my chain. <laughs> Yanking my chain. <laughs> Alright, all right. man. Well have a good one. Get back safe and uh, I'll talk to you next week. Alright, love you, buddy. Alright, thanks for listening, guys.